Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides, and I have built a set of mathematical models named Sideline to predict various sports outcomes. You'll hear more about the baseball model during the course of this episode, set to cover five Major League Baseball games scheduled to be played on Friday, June 9th, 2023. If you're new here, check out the webpage on the banner. It's www.pickswiththeprofessor.com slash new. For some explanations and community rules, remember if you're interested in projections of picks for every single game, sign up with us on Dub Club. Cost is under $1 per day. You'll get access to our Discord chat where we talk about betting on all sorts of other sports, other promos, other types of bets, all sorts of goodies over there. And again, all of the A-grade picks, including the A-plus play of the day, every single day. You know, it'll be worth your investment. I guarantee it. The people who are there for baseball season have been making so much money, <clears throat> and uh, I just can't recommend it enough. We're we're doing we're doing great. So over there, you get a little bit of that here. You get the rest over there. So join us on Dub Club if you aren't already. Again, costs under one dollar per day. Remember that sports are unpredictable, so the discussion on this show projects a typical game and does not try to forecast it to a T. As that'd be a foolish and impossible goal. Take a long-term viewer in here and don't get distracted when all the weird baseball things happen. Today, we got the Dodgers pretty easily, but it seemed like they were using the dead baseballs again. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> that's the sort of stuff that has happened with Major League Baseball. Even last year, using the deader baseball for most of the season, there were games and they used the livelier baseballs. We saw a lot of that with the Yankees games had livelier baseballs, and I can't quite imagine why that would be the case. Um, and, you know, <laughs> that's been the big thing is, is what sort of baseball are we getting? The ball has had much less drag this year, thus it's been flying a lot more, but the ball was not flying in Cincinnati, you know, we're going to have the good and the bad look like that, but it'll balance out in the long run. It's just hard to foresee before it happens. In other words, please understand the good and bad variance will occur. So as much as I'd like to say it'll be profitable every single day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Again, thankfully, uh, as I mentioned, cousin Jared and I were here, we, we gave you the Dodgers an A-grade play. We gave you the Dodgers at the run line, gave you the Dodgers team total over, which probably pushed, uh, missed the over, but at least of the four that we gave out, uh, two one and one on those is a good afternoon. Um, got the raise was our replacement a plus play of the day after the Dimex uh, on Thursday here was postponed. So uh, great start to Thursday. Hopefully you can carry on into the night. Uh, and into Friday, got a great set of games for you here on Friday and some interesting games to talk about. Uh, but before we get to it, some reminders, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And if you turn on notifications, you don't miss any of the college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. The way I scale picks, A-grade money down plays return four units. It is the risk plus win equals four. It's like flat betting, but a little bit more dynamic rather than just doing one unit and half units. It kind of figures out the math for us. B-grade plays will return us three units. C-grade plays will return us two units and totals are flat bet. You'll see all of that listed out on the screen. But as always, with regards to the scaling and the picks, take what you like and leave the rest. I'm going to start off here at 6.40 p.m. Eastern. Unfortunately, no day games here on this Friday. Scheduled as of now. Don't know if any smoke stuff will happen later in the day and change that for now. No day games. Rays here at minus 165. A B-grade pick, and I'm comfortable locking them in here at this price. Model says it should be minus 167. So kind of as I always say with the B-grades, my perspective on it is 
lock it in here. And if it gets better, put a little bit more on it at a better price. If it doesn't, you've already got a decent investment at a decent price and, and, and you're happy with that. That's where we are here. We're risking just shy of two units to win a little more than one unit uh, minus 165. And the Rays were initially, I believe, kind of a more uh, B grade value when the first line came out here for, for Thursday, jumped quickly into A grade and then got even better. And the same sort of thing, you just the line gets better, just keep it all bit more on it. And that worked for us here on Thursday. And uh, we'll see how it goes here on Friday. Never know which number, which way the number's going to move. But at 165, I think I'm okay playing it really up to about minus 170. Uh, if it gets down to minus 150, that's an A grade. I doubt it drops that much, but you just never know. Andrew Heaney and Tyler Glass. Now, Heaney's been very serviceable, 403 ERA, advanced metrics say maybe a little bit higher than that. He's been okay, nothing great, but the model loves Tyler Glass now. 372 ERA in his almost 10 innings pitch. Advanced metrics, though, love him, love what he's done in the past. The model gives him, says he's a top 10 pitcher. Obviously, you know, coming off the injury, Hasn't thrown a, a bunch. By this point, though, for his third start, you assume he's going to be given a full leash to throw a full 100 pitches and go back to being the co-ace of that staff with Shane McClanahan and, and regain that, uh, you know, that that status. I like the I like the Rangers offense. It's good. I still think the Rays offense is better, though. Bullpen wise, Mono doesn't really love either bullpen. So a lot of times with. You know, we talk about the Rangers and the Rays, and, and that's kind of their biggest weak point is the bullpens. But with both having weak bullpens, it kind of creates an interesting situation here. But the reason we're on the Rays, they're at home. Their offense is a little bit better. And for the first five, six, whatever innings, I think the Rays will have an edge of starting pitcher. So I like the Rays. Don't want to pay too big of a price. Get up to minus 170 seems pretty reasonable. So minus 165 here, we'll lock in a B-grade pick. Total on this one is eight projected is 8.3. You know, the model indicate going over here, it's it's a soft over. It's a soft lean. Uh, you know, if you're alive better, I might be more interested in a live over because I don't trust either one of these bullpens. The downside to going full game over is, you know, this could easily be a three to one game in the seventh inning. And then you're needing a lot of runs late because I like, you know, Glasnow a lot. Um. I definitely would not be playing a first five over. I don't think I'd play the first five under either. Um, like I said, if I was going to play something, I'd be playing the over. I think the live over makes a little bit more sense. And if there are runs early, that sort of thing sometimes happens. And then you just move on and don't worry about it. It's kind of more of a, maybe if you get a, you know, a scoreless first couple of innings, maybe you hop on an over six and a half or something like that. Um, but at least for now, I think the Rays are a solid play here. I think the Rangers are a great story. I just think the Rays are the better team and at home. I think the pitching matchup favors them enough to back them as long as again, the price is reasonable like it is here. 6.40 p.m. Eastern Diamondbacks at the Tigers. Just would have been our A-plus play of the day here on Thursday. A slightly different pitching matchup, though. Merrill Kelly still going to go for the Diamondbacks. Y'all know I love him. Against Michael Lorenzen for the Tigers. Lorenzen's pitched really well, but the underlying metrics suggest he's closer to average than really good. Merrill Kelly's been great for us for a long time. I don't see any reason why that stops. Diamondbacks are the better offense. Um they should be favored by a bigger number than this. The Tigers have been a nice story and they've been respectable, at least compared to how bad they were last year. But the Diamondbacks are the better team. They have the better starter. They should be much bigger favorites in this. This is a strong uh, A-grade play, in my opinion. Model says it should be minus 160 and anything better than minus 144 is an A-grade. So minus 130 is an easy A-grade play. If you want to play it as if it were an A-plus play of the day, uh, 
I don't think that's a crazy idea. I really love the Diamondbacks in this spot, and I'm very comfortable saying that Lorenzen's decent, and he's not going to get lit up, but I don't think he's good enough to hang here with Merrill Kelly. Total in this one is 8.5. I'm going to go under 8.5. Model projects 7.6. We're going to be in the mid-70s to start, upper 60s to close, so kind of a normal day. Wind will be blowing out to start in to finish, but around 5 miles an hour, so no real wind effect here. Bottom line is I just don't think the Tigers scoring very many runs. So another way, of course, to look at this would be a Tigers team total under, um, as I just think that their offense is really just not set up for success right now, especially against a pitcher like Merrill Kelly in a park that is still probably slightly pitcher friendly and it's not going to be a hot night. So the ball really shouldn't be flying out. So uh, I like the under here, but I love the Diamondbacks at minus 130. I think it's one of the strongest plays on the night. 8 10 p.m. Eastern A's at the Brewers. Let's try some A-grade play on the A's. What in the world is happening here? Plus 204, according to the model's A-grade value. And it's not even close. Uh, model says plus 168 is A-grade. So the model thinks this is way misprices. It should be Brewers minus 151. And I tend to agree with that. Like I've been saying all season here, this A's offense isn't bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. And you've seen that here. Um, they've put up a ton of runs here. Uh, in the last week and a half, they, you know, the biggest problem is their pitching, of course. But with the Brewers' injuries and the way the Brewers' offense is set up right now, I'm not really sure there's a difference in these offenses. That's half of this ball game is offense, right? Defense matters a little, but not a ton. Um, you know, so the offense is being a wash starts you off at a coin toss situation. And I think the starting pitching is a wash. Now you look at the ERAs and you may disagree with that, but the underlying metrics and the projections, the minor league numbers, historic numbers, etc. The difference between these two pitchers is not much. Would I rather have Adrian Hauser right now? Sure. But it's rounding error how much better he is than Luis Medina. I am well aware of Medina's 819 ERA, but it's only in 29 innings. Advanced metrics say it should be more in the upper fours. Hauser's advanced metrics say it should be in the lower fours. And again, when you look at all the totality of minor league historical data, et cetera, the, neither one of these pitchers is great. And so half the ballgame's offense, that's basically a wash. Half of the remaining half is starting pitching. That's a wash. Now, absolutely, the Brewers have a better bullpen than the A's because I think a, a Sandlot team might have a better bullpen than the A's at this point. So the Brewers should be favored, but they shouldn't be favored by that much. Model says minus 151, so plus 204 is just an easy A-grade play. You can play the run line, but I kind of mentioned this yesterday. At this point, it feels like the A's are either getting – um, you know, they're either getting beat pretty bad or they're winning. So, I, I mean, I, you know, you could split your wager. I'm not going to. I'm just going to say the plus 204. And thankfully, as you can see with the scaling, we're basically just risking a little over one unit to get a nice payday here if they pull it out. The Hayes have won two of the last three series. And I don't think they're going to have a lot of success against, you know, the Brewers' top arms. But uh, Adrian Hauser isn't really a guy that scares me. And this Brewers' offense isn't very scary right now. The Brewers are a pretty hit or miss team. That's the exact thing you want with these sort of odds total in this one is nine and a half model says nine and a half. So it's a pass in the total. I think it's priced pretty well. I'm projecting the roof to be closed based off the weather in Milwaukee. You never really know exactly who's going to pitch from that ace bullpen. And that of course is going to be the make or break on this over under. If you get their better pitchers or not, the ace having an off, they give their better arms a rest. And again, if they're in this game, their better arms are going to go. So it's not quite an easy over because I'm just not sure we're going to get those weaker ace arms. That's that can turn a six to one game into a 10 to one game in one inning. I assume those guys aren't going to be involved in this game. because I think they'll have a chance to win it. So they're better relievers pitching. I think there will be some runs because there's not great pitching, but I'm not going over nine and a half. 
8.15 p.m. Eastern Reds. B-grade pick at the Cardinals at plus 166. Model says it should be 161. If this were to get up to plus 180, that's an A-grade play on the Reds. Bottom line on this one, Ben Lively has pitched really well. I'm not sure he's quite as good as that 303 ERA, but I think he's a solid pitcher. Montgomery's a solid pitcher. I think that Montgomery's the better pitcher, but again, I just, I'm not sure it's by how much. And the fact that the Reds are facing a lefty, that gives them a little bit of an advantage. It makes the gap between these offenses a little bit smaller. The Reds have been playing well. The Cardinals should be favored, but again, kind of like I said in the last game, I just don't think it should be by quite this much. Model says they win about 62% of the time, and then around 60% seems about right. The Cardinals would win probably about six out of 10 times, but the Reds have pulled the upset twice against the Dodgers. Uh, they could easily pull this upset as well with all those young players playing so well. And it's not like they've got one of their weaker pitchers here going up against a better pitcher. It's, like I said, mostly a wash with the pitching. A lot of these young red starters are decent enough. I think Ben Lively is pretty solid at this point, so I don't have a problem backing him. And with regards to them also taking the end, it's my favorite total of the day so far, under 9 at minus 120. Model projects 7.6. On the strength of the fact that this park plays very pitcher-friendly when it's not 100 degrees or upper 90s in St. Louis, we are going to be starting off in the upper 70s, but we're going to close in the upper 60s. So it's going to be kind of a normal game. Wind will be blowing mostly in, a little across, a little in, that sort of thing. So, I mean, it's just not going to be a very hitter-friendly night. Uh, and the Reds, you know, again, throwing one of their better pitchers tends to to lead to more of a lower scoring game, I think, than a home game in that smaller ballpark facing one, playing one of their weaker pitchers. So it just kind of sets up uh, a little bit different than the series that we've seen recently with the Reds where they've been playing at home in hotter conditions, weaker pitch, that sort of thing. These pitchers are good enough. I think nine is way too high. And model says 7.6. So my favorite total today right here is under nine. Uh, and I also think the Reds have a chance to pull it out. So it's a nice little plus odds play. We get enough of these plus odds plays. We only have to win 40, 45% of them, and we're going to make a heck of a lot of money. And then wrapping us up late game, 9.38 p.m. Eastern Mariners. A great play at the Angels. We continue to fade Shohei Otani. Worked last time out. Why did it work last time out? Because it was against the Astros and a pitcher in Framber Valdez, who might be the best pitcher right now in baseball. For the Mariners here, it'll be Luis Castillo, who's not that far behind Framber. Now, Castillo's underlying metrics suggest he might not be quite as good as that 255 ERA, but you've watched Castillo at this point. You know he's the real deal. Model thinks he's right there even with Otani, and the biggest thing about Otani is he's being priced like he's going to single-handedly win this game. And I don't think the Angels have a pitching edge in this game whatsoever. The Mariners' bullpen is better. The Mariners starter is just as good as Otani. Otani's a fantastic pitcher, but so is Luis Castillo. I still don't trust this Angels bullpen. And so given the Mariners' massive edge at starting pitcher, I think that can offset the fact that the Angels definitely have an edge offensively. All that kind of comes up to a wash, and the model says this is a coin toss game. That the Mariners should be slight favorites on a neutral field, mainly because the difference in the Mariners' bullpen is better than the difference between the Angels' Mariners bullpen over the Angels bullpen is a little bit more than the Angels offense over the Mariners offense. And I'm not sure if that's exactly true. Why is that? Because in a game like this, you expect both pitchers to go pretty deep. And so that bullpen edge diminishes. But here's the thing. Neither one of these guys has gone quite as deep as we've seen them in the past. We've seen these guys in the middle of the season when they get really rolling have more of the ability to go like eight innings a pop. We haven't seen that this year from both of them. Both of them have been averaging right around just under actually six innings per start. And that leaves three, three slash three plus innings of reliever work in this game. And so that bullpen edge is going to matter. Now, if we were, again, we were dealing with when these pitchers get on a roll and they're going eight innings to start, the bullpen difference matters almost nothing because there's so few relievers going to pitch. But 
there's not really a lot of evidence that suggests that these pitchers are going to be able to go eight innings. And as good as both of them are, if they're working hard to only go eight, six innings, then we've got a third of the game where the Mariners bullpen edge is huge over the Angels. And that kind of offsets the Angels offensive advantage because this Mariners offense, while it has been disappointing, you know, there's nothing in the underlying metrics that suggests they should be as bad as they've looked. They're going to score some runs. They're not going to be great, but they should at least be okay. They should at least be middle of the pack and they haven't been yet, but in the long run, I trust that that's where they're going to finish up at. So this Mariners offense, again, definitely worse than the Angels offense, but I'm not sure it's by much. Plus 120 is really good value on the Mariners. Again, model thinks coin toss and anything better than plus 109 is an A grade. Personally, I think there's a decent chance, like I said, this model might be overestimating the Mariners' bullpen advantage in this game. If that's the case, then maybe plus 109 shouldn't be your threshold for an A-grade. Maybe it should be plus 115. Either way, plus 120, I'm firing away A-grade value. I think it's a great number, good plus odds here on the Mariners. And again, I have no idea who wins, so give me the plus 120 every day of the week. Projected total on this one is 7.5, the actual total. Seven and a half. I think it's priced really well. Again, great pitching, questionable Angels bullpen, but again, the Angels offense is much better than the Mariners offense. I've seen that the Mariners have given up, I believe, 10 runs or more in six of their last 11 games, which is insane. And what you would expect from the A's, not the Mariners. Don't think that's going to hold here with Castillo. The Mariners pitching, starting pitching is really good. So it's just surprising that that's happened. Part of it is going up against better teams, random variants, et cetera. That stat shouldn't continue into this game. As good as, like I said, as I like this Angels offense and this park plays very hitter friendly, this sets up to be a pitcher's duel, despite the fact that the Mariners haven't found themselves in many pitcher's duels as of late. That's what this sets up to be with Castillo. He should be able to stop that skid and keep this game close. You know no idea who wins, so give me the plus 120. Weather-wise, around the mid-60s, wind blowing out, normal night in Anaheim, nothing really uh, to talk about there. If... Uh, we were in a less hitter-friendly ballpark, and if the Angels' offense wasn't so good, you could talk. And the Angels' bullpen wasn't so questionable, you could talk me into an under. If uh, the Mariners' bullpen wasn't so good and their offense wasn't so questionable, you could talk me into an over. As it is, I think seven half is priced really well, so I'm just focusing on the Mariners again. Plus one twenty, a great pick in a game that I have no idea what's going to happen. So if I can make this pick every single day of the season and go five hundred at the end of the year, we're going to have a massively increased bankroll. And that's all I've got for you here today. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Picks with the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can control the sports betting content provided on this channel. It's right into your feed. Back again tomorrow for more sports betting content. And until then, as always, best of luck. And remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.